Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 102. I'm going to title today, Intermittent Fasting Endorsement. That is, Jesus is going to talk about intermittent fasting, which is kind of all the rage today. First of all, let me define what fasting is. Fasting is an affliction that you do to yourself to prepare yourself for a possible benefit. Say it one more time. And fasting is an affliction that you do to yourself to prepare yourself for a possible benefit. Now, uh, today we may uh, undergo some sort of a food discipline and and try to lose weight. Well, why would we do that? So I'm, I'm not talking about it spiritually. I'm just talking about physically. Well, the idea is you lose weight for the investment into the future. That is, you that you thought that there would be some future benefits to you losing weight. That is, there may be some future benefits to your health and not getting diabetes. There may be some future benefits with regards to your appearance and how you feel about how you look. Um, and then maybe uh, your ability to do uh, activities that you couldn't do if you were of a different weight. So this is all from Matthew chapter 9, and it starts in verse 14. So it starts with a question, and he's going to answer the question and talk about why we, why we might want to consider this. Verse 14, Matthew 9, 14. Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can a wedding guest mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them. And then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth, an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskin, and so both are preserved. First of all, a big point is that Jesus is a party. He's the bridegroom. He's the great joy. And it would be inappropriate to fast. I just went to a wedding, and it would. And if you showed up at the wedding and you were all mopey and and uh, on in sackcloth and ashes, it would just have been inappropriate. It was a joyful day. And Jesus is saying is that things are going to change, and his actual physical presence is going to be taken away. And uh, that's going to return us to a state where we may need to consider fasting again. So there's three kinds of eating that you can have. One is like normal everyday eating. One is feasting eating. That's when you go to a wedding or Christmas Day or something like that, Thanksgiving Day. And then there's less than normal, and that's this fasting. And um, why might you want to fast? Well, have you read the paper? Have you read the news feed? Have you seen the pictures? This this world is, you know, not, you know, there's there's lot, lots to fast. Have you looked in your heart? You know, there's lots and there's lots of things uh, to fast about. Now, I know that, that the Holy Spirit indwells us, and I know that Jesus said in John 16, 7, that's at, it's to our advantage that Jesus leaves the, the planet so that we can get the Holy Spirit. And I know it says in John 14, 23, 
that we will come to him and make our home with him. That is the, the Trinity indwells believers, or at least the Holy Spirit indwells uh, believers. That's all true, but there is this separation. There is this longing for home that we don't quite have right now. And let's remember that fasting for every generation of spiritual people was actually required. So the, on the Day of Atonement, fasting was required at least once a year. And and think about this. It's, a, it's not a prideful fasting. So I think I would distinguish our uh, one of the fashionable ways to lose weight today is inter, intermittent fasting. And the problem with that is there's no heart part of it. And the, there's a heart part of spiritual fasting. That is, there's a humility and praying and mourning that's uh, about it. So it adds this, this humbleness to it. It should be private. It should be personal. It should be probably painful a little bit. The idea is we are making new wineskins so that the Holy Spirit does his job, which is to give us new wine. Now, we can't make wine come into us. The idea is do what we can, which is make new wineskins, and then God's in charge of the, the wine. We're in the readiness business, in the renewal business, in the making ourselves new, with an eye to the kingdom that's uh, kind of here and kind of uh, not here. So why, why might we afflict ourselves? It's for a possible possible benefit. So how much is enough? Let's ask that question. Uh, for the Jews, it was at least once a year. So I would say, let's use that as a criteria. Have you fasted spiritually once in the last year? If not, maybe this could be a call to engage in a spiritual fast. And along with that, let's pray for an awareness of our sin, our awareness of the need for a Savior, the humility that's required, and make it a matter of the heart, not just of the body. In fact, it makes it primarily a matter of the heart. Use the physical part to point to the heart part of it. And and the goal would be possibly, and with humility, making my vessel ready by undergoing the self-affliction or pain and emptiness to trust him, trust in his filling, trust in his sovereignty, and be most satisfied in him. So why might we unsatisfy ourselves for now, that is fast, is that we would further satisfy ourselves and possibly be more satiated in him. So why a call to affliction today? Because we could be more satisfied in him. So our job is to make new wineskins. His job is to make wine. So fasting, an affliction we do to ourselves to prepare ourselves for a possible future benefit. We're not going to be able to do this in heaven. There won't be any fasting in heaven. Now's the time. Consider it. Thanks for listening.